Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Aaron Howe. Thanks for being on the show, Aaron. Thanks for having me, Whitney. Aaron is a pharmacist now working part-time because of his real estate investments. Um, The pharmacy has become his side gig, and we're going to get into that uh, and how how he's turned that around. And and, uh, anyway, he's been a private pilot since 2014, and uh, he's fixing to He's he's get, got a six unit under contract. He's he's going to syndicate, and we want to get into into that process and and how he's educating himself and and moving into the syndication business. But uh, Aaron, uh, why don't you give us some more background? Uh, you know about why real estate. You know why leave the the pharmacy position and and move into real estate. You know what what is it about real estate and why? Um, you know I had no background in real estate initially. Um, I bought a townhouse in two thousand six. Um, you know, we, we all know what happened in 2008, so, uh, couldn't sell it, decided to rent it. I think, um, you know, the light bulb went off at that point. It's like, okay, you know, my tenant pays the, pays the rent. Um, you know, we did it again in 2011 in Las Vegas. Um, then again in 2012 in Las Vegas. Um, but, um, why real estate versus pharmacy? Um, I think I, I have a little bit more control over my time. Um, kind of been working toward a goal. Um, back in May, we kind of reached that goal and, uh, I wasn't planning on going part-time at Walmart. Um, but the situation arose and, um, the manager at this, uh, pharmacy at UVA called and, you know, I was, I was like, sure, I'll come interview. And uh, I got there, I was driving to the interview. I said, there's no way in the world I'm taking this job. And, um, after the interview, I was like, okay, maybe. And, you know, after about two weeks of deliberation, I, I went ahead and accepted the job. Um, it's kind of freed my time up. Um, I'm down to, you know, 20, 24 hours a week versus, um, you know, 36 and 40 hours. Um, I was joking uh, with, with a friend today. Uh, I only have one key on my keychain. Um, he gave me a second key. So now I'm confused. I have to figure out which one unlocks my front door and which one doesn't now. But um, basically just kind of getting more, more control over my time in the long run. Great. So what were some of the first properties, you know, what was your first thoughts about getting into real estate? What, you know, what were you looking at first? Single family, multifamily, you know, what was your plan? Um, there wasn't a plan. <laughs> um, initially, uh, it was basically just to get it out from under the, the weight of two mortgages. Um, I had a townhouse, I rented it out. I probably lost a hundred dollars a month over the course of six, seven years. Um, but you know, at, at the end of, you know, when I sold it to the tenant, um, I did get a check, so I wasn't a hundred percent underwater at that point. But um, you know, um, multifamily kind of came up in 2014. It was the first duplex I purchased. Um, we renovated the basement at the time, and uh, it was vacant for a couple months. But the upstairs paid more than paid the mortgage um, and the property manager uh, fee. So um, you know, I knew okay, I could do this, and um, we just done it more and more and more over over time. 2017. Um, purchased uh, 10 units. Uh, we purchased six so far this year and then working on six more, hopefully early December. What's been some, uh, you know, what's a, a big learning curve that you've had as far as, you know, from buying that, that 
uh, townhome to, you know, buying the 10 units in 2017, uh, you know, now having six more under contract. What's What's been a couple of big things that maybe, uh, you know, you could help the listener uh, not make those same mistakes? Um, I would definitely, um, probably if I had it to do over again or, um, started earlier, probably using more of a team. Um, you know, I have a, you know, you have to have boots on the ground if you're investing in a distance. Um, and now kind of what I'm doing is I'm bringing in partners to kind of help, you know, scale our business a little bit more. Um, I'm getting around, uh, networking a little bit more, uh, with people and, um, you know, I'm using more of a mentor, uh, system now, um, than I have in the past. Um, I've kind of, you know, I've read and learned a lot, but um, I'm kind of at the point now where I need somebody bigger than me to kind of help a little bit. But I would definitely recommend, uh, you know, building a team. So can you give us a little guidance on building that team? Maybe something you've done that has really helped your business. You know, who's been the, you know, what's been the the first person that you'd recommend us hire? You know, what's their job going to be? I would say get a good realtor. Um, that you like, uh, that kind of understands the, you know, the investor mindset. Um, you know, not everyone necessarily, uh, as far as realtors go, not everyone has that investor mindset. Um, but, uh, that would be one of the key people on the team. Um, a good property inspector, um, you know, wherever you're going to be investing at is, is helpful. Um, you know, somebody who, uh, you know, they're, you know, they're obviously they're going to be pointing out bad things with the property and, you know, trying to help you out. But uh, you want somebody you can trust in that aspect. So you mentioned, uh, you know, you're networking more now. What are some ways you found, you know, that that's been the most beneficial as far as networking? What type of groups or where are you going? Where are you meeting, you know, people that that you're trying to meet? Um, initially, uh, in the last couple of years, there's been a local uh, meetup uh, based in Waynesboro, Virginia. Um, uh, I've been attending some of those meetings. I, you know, couldn't always get to, um, a lot of them cause I work Thursday evenings and that's generally the last Thursday of the month is usually the, the night of the meeting. So, um, I, not the best attendance that way, but I've got a couple of people that I've met on bigger pockets. We'll catch up for coffee. Um, occasionally, um, I'm also part of the, uh, Michael Blanc inner circle mastermind group. Um, and that's kind of, we had a meeting in late August, um, I, you know, it was a two and a half hour drive home, but I drove home like exhausted, like mentally exhausted because it was a long day and, uh, you know, just learned a lot overall. That's awesome. So, so, you know, you've, you've gained quite a bit of experience over the last few years, numerous duplexes, numerous properties, and now you're, you're looking to syndicate this next deal, correct? Yes. Yes. So why syndicate this deal as opposed to, you know, buying it like you did the duplexes or the other properties? Um, I think, uh, syndication, Probably because, um, you know, sweat equity, I'm doing a lot of the work. Um, I did a lot of the work earlier in our six unit deal uh, that we did, but, and I'm not, I'm not upset about it or, you know, jealous or anything like that, but I did most of the work kind of getting the deal done. And I, you know, I still get a quarter of the, um, the proceeds from the deal. I think as a syndicator, um, you know, to being able to uh, make most of the, the shots or call most of the shots, I should say. Um, you know, working on a, you know, the acquisition fee, um, kind of, you know, knowing, building relationships with the property manager there and the broker there in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I think that's helped, but, um, you know, I think syndication is where I'm heading in the future. Nice. So, so why, why syndicate, you know, I mean, uh, I, you know, I know you said you're moving that direction in the future, 
But, uh, you know, why not just keep purchasing a duplex or something like that? I know you said you're, you, you'll be able to call more of the shots, but, uh, uh, but why, you know, why try to do larger properties as opposed to just doing some more townhomes and, and sticking to smaller multifamily? Um, I think um, probably, you know, just one central location, you know, if you're going to spend um, the same amount of energy purchasing a 12 unit building or a six unit building or a 15 unit building that you're going to spend purchasing a two unit or a four unit. Um, so, you know, if you can pull um, investors assets together, um, the 15 unit, the 12 unit, the 10 unit, six unit makes a lot more sense. Uh, there's only one roof on the property. Uh, usually, um, you know, there's, there might be a central boiler or, you know, the, there's just a, a shared, um, you know, the CapEx is, is a lot smaller. Um, you know, instead of having six duplexes, you can have one 12 unit building and just have one roof. Whereas, you know, the six duplexes, you have six roofs, obviously. So what are some ways you're educating yourself about the syndication business? So you, you know, you're building the confidence to, to do the larger deals. Um, well, I'm part of that mastermind group. Um, we have our next uh, get together in uh, Los Angeles at the end of this uh, November. Um, I also read a lot. I'm trying to, you know, read as much as I can. I just bought the Joe Fairless book. Um, I finished the, the uh, Michael Blanc book here recently. Um, Matt Faircloth, I'm about two thirds of the way through his book on raising private capital and um, good deal. Great minds think alike, but um, you know, I'm just educating myself. Um, I'm kind of putting myself, uh, you know, a little uncomfortable position. I think uh, more effective that way. Um, I talked to an SEC attorney the other day, which is kind of scary, but um, really nice guy. And um, I felt really good after talking to him because I you know, feel like he'll kind of get things situated for this indication and uh, we'll be on the up and up as far as, you know, the investors go and then the legality of everything. You mentioned putting yourself in an uncomfortable position and, and I can relate to that because it, you know, I found that unless you're willing to put yourself out there and get in those un- uncomfortable positions, you're not going to grow. You know, you're not going to, uh, you know, to do bigger things. You know, it, it, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know myself. Um, I know, you know, I'm pretty comfortable. Uh, we have, you know, my wife's a nurse. I'm a pharmacist. Uh, we have, you know, essentially 22 units, um, 16 on our own, and then six with the partnership. Um, so, you know, we're not struggling to pay bills. Um, I think we do, you know, pretty well by society standards, but I know myself, I know I need to kind of be uncomfortable and keep kind of moving forward. Um, we have a chalkboard in our kitchen and, uh, for about two, three years, I had the number 20 circled and that was our goal to get to 20 units. So I, I have to look at that every day and we've got 70 up there now. So I've got some work to do. Nice. Very nice. So, so what are some of the next steps you're taking to, to reach that 70 unit goal? Um, I'm trying to, uh, network a little bit more. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working with people, um, that I've known for a while, um, you know, asking them who do they know, um, you know, kind of working on that tier two group of, uh, you know, of contacts at this point. Um, I've got a personal website now, um, to kind of, you know, hone people in, um, as far as the, my business goes and what I'm trying to do. Um, but uh, just kind of just trying to get out there and network a lot more and talk to people. Um, you know, the, the stock market's doing great, but I think everybody knows we're due for a downturn. So a lot of investors are kind of a little bit antsy right now. And, you know, if we could help them get some of their money out of the stock market and put it in something tangible, um, 
you know, I think that would be a great thing. And I think a lot of people that's resonating with them. How have you felt about, you know, the raising the capital for, for this deal, considering, you, you know, you haven't done a syndication yet? Um, it's a little uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I'm a little, I'm not so sure I'm worried, but um, that thought is in the back of the, um, my mind as far as like, you know, are we going to be able to raise enough capital? Um, you know, I know we can do it. I know, I've, you know, got three or four people, I think, that are pretty much good to go on the, this first deal. But, um, you know, again, you know, being uncomfortable kind of makes me move a little bit more efficiently. So... Awesome. So I, I guess tell us some, some ways that so, some things you've put in your business, maybe some systems or something that, you know, getting, getting uncomfortable has caused you to do, you know, but it's helped you to grow. What are some things you've done recently to help your, your business grow? You know, I never really realized it into our mastermind meeting, but, um, staying in contact with people, um, you know, people after the first podcast I was on, um, a lot of people reached out, um, you know, Hey, I'm, you know, really liked your story. You know, Hey, if you're, you know, looking to do a deal in the future, please, you know, let me know. I might be interested. Um, so I've started saving, you know, I'll, you know, I respond to every email, uh, for everybody. Um, but I've started keeping those emails in a separate folder and just staying in contact with those people periodically, just saying, you know, check it in see how they're doing asking them, you know, what kind of progress they're making. Um, so that's, that's one thing I definitely, uh, stepped my game up on. Nice. So, you know, you mentioned a, a few minutes ago, you spoke to that, that SEC attorney and, uh, you know, they helped you feel more comfortable about doing this. And I, I guess, you know, could you just walk us through like, why, why do we need an SEC attorney? I just really want to break it down for that person who hasn't done, you know, a syndication before is just getting into the, into the business. You know, who is that team member and why do we need them? Um, they basically uh, are going to kind of keep you on the straight and narrow. Um, this guy, um, you know, he, he does this full time. Um, he mentioned, you know, hey, you know, you're going to have members that aren't necessarily going to be voting. They're not going to be in control of the deal. So technically you're you're trading a security or you're they're buying a security um, to stay on the um, the right side of the law. Um, you know, that's why exactly why I'm going to use them. But, um, you know, you're you've got partners that really won't be voting. They're going to be completely passive. So that's why you need that advice and expertise of the SEC attorney. So. Uh, Aaron, you know, what would you say is the, the number one thing that's contributed to your success? Um, I think overall, um, knowing what I didn't want, um, you know, knowing I didn't want to be working, um, when I was 65 in the pharmacy, um, I, you know, I worked with a over 65 pharmacist, um, when I left Walmart, um, he was working 40 hours a week. I was working 36 and then another pharmacist works working 32. Um, I just knew when I was 65 or 67, I didn't want to be working 40 hours a week, working 12 hour shifts by myself. Um, you know, it's, you're on your feet all day. Um, you're constantly talking to patients. Um, people are asking you questions, trying to skip going to the doctor using your advice. Um, you know, I enjoy the job. I still, you know, I graduated 18 years ago and, and changed and I still love the job. Um, I volunteered at our local free clinic, but, um, I'd like to volunteer more and, uh, you know, have that control to choose when I volunteer. And I just, I just know that 20 years from now, I don't want to be working in pharmacy, you know, putting five or seven miles on my Fitbit every day. So, you know, I know you, I know you're, you're getting into the syndication business and we've been through that and, and, but so far, what's been the hardest part of the syndication process for you? Um, I think for me personally is just getting organized. Um, 
I'm kind of a big broad picture guy. Um, and I, you know, kind of getting organized and, um, you know, putting everything in one package, um, has been a little harder for me. Um, no, I, when I do it, I sit down and I do it. I'm, I'm good at it, but it just, I'd rather just kind of big picture it. Um, and I think maybe at some point, uh, as you know, network more, a partner might be good. That's uh, really detail oriented. And I've met a couple of those folks here lately, um, through those contacts that I got. So, uh, that's been the hardest thing for me. And I think at some point, uh, I'm going to probably bring a detail person in. <laughs> nice. So, you know, what, in your experience so far, what would you say is the the biggest reason that that most, you know, investors or specifically syndicators fail in this business? Um, I think a lot of investors um, think about think about getting started. You know, they they think and they think and they think and they never, you know, they never they never actually get started. I mean, even if you don't do a syndication or if you don't buy a commercial property, um, you know, a small duplex, uh, it's kind of hard to go wrong on. You know, if you can get a a duplex in certain areas for, you know, 80, hundred grand and you can get $1,500 rent a month. It's going to cash flow, you know, every month of the year, pretty much. But, um, I think a lot of people just never get started. I talked to a lot of people at our RIA meetings and, uh, you know, some of the contacts I've talked to, they've been in, you know, in, you know, learning about real estate for a year and they just never have taken any action. And, you know, they certainly, you know, I've talked to a person recently, he and a friend had a hundred thousand dollars cash. And they've, they've been sitting on it for a year thinking and learning. And, and I'm thinking, good Lord, if I had a hundred thousand dollars just laying around, I could, I could put it to use for you. So, um, you know, again, that's a contact that <laughs> I'm keeping up with. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, and it goes back to being uncomfortable too, right? You know, stepping right. out of your comfort zone and, and uh, making it happen. And, uh, you know, before we have to go, uh, you know, what advice would you give someone that's just starting in the multifamily syndication business? Um, I would just immerse myself um, in the business. Um, if you want to learn Spanish, you go to Mexico. If you want to learn German, you know, you go to Germany for a couple of weeks in the summer. Um, just, you know, put yourself in the situation where you're around people who are doing what you want to do. Um, go to your RIA meetings, reach out to some folks on bigger pockets, um, you know, attend some seminars on the weekends. Um, but just, just kind of immerse yourself in the business and, you know, learn the language. Great. So Aaron, would you tell the listeners how they can learn more about your business and how they can get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, my email is a how, which is a, and then H O W E L L the number seven at hotmail.com. That's my personal email. And you know, I'll, I'll email you back if you email me. Uh, my website is black lick capital black is the word lick capital, um.com. And, uh, that way you can reach out to me also. And, uh, other than that, um, you probably find me on LinkedIn or Bigger Pockets also. Great. So Aaron, Aaron, you've been a great guest. I appreciate your time and and sharing with the listeners. And and uh, I appreciate the listeners being on today. And and I hope that you'll go to the Facebook group where you can interact with Aaron and experts like him and and we can learn this business together. Um, thank you all and, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time.
Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.